0: Welcome to Collaboration is Queen, a New World Women production. I'm your host, Dawn Morningstar, one of three co-founders of New World Women. Sean Vujo, Mecca Page, and I have collaborated to co-create New World Women, a women's organization that shares profits with women to reward them for expanding their consciousness and nurturing themselves. Our unique offering supports women's self-empowerment and economic sufficiency, and it emerged out of a respectful, inclusive, co-creative process based on collaboration at every turn and fun. Yes, there was lots of fun. The three of us are often overheard saying, collaboration is queen. We invite you to welcome more collaboration into your life, knowing that you don't have to do it alone whatever it is for you. Dust off your crown and enjoy. And always remember collaboration is queen. So I want to ask you a question. Have you ever met someone who lights up a zoom screen with her energy and smile? Who is inspired to paint vibrant vibrant portraits of visitors who come to her in her dreams? who knows that people learn best when they are entertained and laughing. For these reasons and so many more, it's my honor to tell you a little bit more about Dr. Patricia Angolo. Dr. Angolo has nearly 25 years experience as an educator of traditional and adult learners, excuse me, students and organizational leaders in higher education. Her expertise is centered on academic program development, student faculty mentoring and coaching, adult learning development, and instructional design for undergraduate, graduate, and doctoral level business professionals. Her background also includes international education consulting, workforce development and training, and instructional design for higher education, corporate and nonprofit organizations. She is president of Ed Train U, an e-learning company serving a variety of businesses and individuals. Patricia holds a Bachelor of Arts degree in Human Services and Theater from Metropolitan State University, both an MA in Business Leadership and a Doctorate in Educational Leadership from Hamlin University in St. Paul, Minnesota. Her comprehensive concentrations were in organizational leadership, instructional design, conflict mediation, adult learning and development and gender, excuse me, racial gender justice. Patricia is passionate about making learning relevant and fun for others. And I'm happy to say that she is also a New World Women Luminary. So welcome. Dr. Patricia Angola, we're so grateful that you're here.
1: Thank you very much. Uh, with all of that, I mean, wow, no wonder I'm tired. <laughs> you read that and I was reflecting back on all the sleep I lost. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to share my screen. Now. Isn't it funny when we there, there's a will, there's a way, and we... It's amazing what we women can do when the spirit moves us, right? <laughs> I was the horse no one was betting on in my family. <laughs> well, today, um, I just want to, you know, thank uh, Sean, Don, and Mecca for inviting me, because this is an honor for me. This is my heart. It's something I really um really have looked forward to, and this is what feeds my spirit. I love to help women. And, you know, even if it's a piece of information um, it could be a small piece of information or a redirection or something. Um, but anyway, let's, let's get going. We're going to do a, a, I'm going to walk us through the main points because we have about I think 25 or 30 minutes. Yeah. So I want to be respectful of all of your time. When we when we think of a, uh, abundance, I mean everyone is different on what they think about about abundance. Um, we have a, a lovely welcome. I would love to read to you. I won't read everything like you know death by PowerPoint, <laughs> <laughs> so we won't have a death scroll. Don't worry. But I do want to read this lovely um greeting that Don wrote the new world woman lives in gratitude which is among the highest vibrations on the planet akin akin to the energetic vibration of love as she walks in gratitude for all she is all she has all that is around her and all she can share with others she ignites a fire and magnetism for more to come her way This is not more just for the sake of having more. It is for the, it is more than satisfies the desires of her soul, such as having her needs met, sharing generously with others and bringing her gifts to the world. When grateful, a woman aligns herself with the energetic, unlimited, physical and ethereal storehouse of joyful abundance her pursuits become effortless and her contributions to the world are expanded. One of the things I love about that is it has the, it gives the feeling that we are doing this together because we are, none of us are an island. Okay, let's go through. Um, What we wanna do is look at a few questions um, and we will walk through these questions um, a little bit more deeply. Um, I want you to think about these questions. What is the vision of abundance I hold for myself? What would that look like to me? Um, What areas of abundance do I need in order to be able to help others? And how willing am I to create, attract, and receive the abundance coming my way? Those questions seem like, hmm... You know, what, you would think you would know the answer to those, right? But not necessarily. Those are, those are very deep questions. I think when we take the time to get quiet and ask ourselves what abundance means, we have to take an honest look at our life and, and really seriously ask yourself What does abundance mean for me right now in my life? Um, Could there be something in your life that you see every day or someone that you take for granted? Um, Sometimes we have the most wonderful people in our lives and um, we can forget about them. Um, Will you stop and say thank you to the universe? Will you stop and say, oh, my goodness, and tell that person how special they are or just be grateful that for that thing that you have in your life that you have plenty of. Um, you're so deserving of that feeling of joy that comes along with gratitude. Okay, what do you need? Okay, you, you will laugh. I've got shoes here. What <laughs> do you have currently have plenty of? <laughs> I was just telling Don I had a 138 pair of shoes and I gave 60 away to my niece and who had the same shoe size. And it was like I made her life because they were all very nice shoes. She was like, hey, Trisha, this is fabulous. They still have their price tags on them. Well, I obviously see abundance as having a great, finding a great shoe sale. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. So you probably have things in your life or people that you have a lot of. Now, the next question is, what do you want? What do you dream about at night? You know, what do you find yourself thinking about over and over again throughout the day? When you ask those questions to yourself, you know that give you that asking if answering those questions will give you some clues to what you're thinking when you dive in deep and just kind of keep going and keep walking through them being really honest with yourself it will be interesting for you because you may have missed something in your busy life and you were so sure you were being so thorough I don't know if you've all had that type of experience, but I sure, I sure know I have. Um, and, and ask yourself in the deepest part of your soul, you know, what is it asking for? And then there are times when you might say to yourself, "You're, you know, I'm waiting for something that has not come yet. What is it? You know, how might you make yourself ready? For that, for what is going to come. When you discover what you need, you will know when it's time to help others. So here's something to think about food for thought. The way you treat yourself sets the standard for other people. Love Sonia Friedman's quotes. Mm-hmm. They're so true and and, and just basic, you know. Um, Think about this. To tend to your own needs means are you caring for yourself? Taking care of yourself is a little bit different. Um, So, you know, if we're thinking about, you know, okay, I have food, clothing, shelter, I've got a TV, I can watch pop culture blah, 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 Um, you know, do those dictate what your needs are? I just saw that latest wrinkle cream, or I saw, you know, I saw this on television. I need it. I need to go to Sono Bello (laughs) and and get that little extra layer of of fat around my raw wine, you know, come on. um, There's so many things. Now I ask you this at a soul level, do you need a cooler car, whiter teeth, Another Botox injection? You know, do you need all of these things, more parties? Do you need that? What really feeds your soul? Do you want deeper conversations? Do you want more opportunities to express your true spirit? I'm sure many of you have um, been in groups of people at some point in your life, and you're around all these people, and yet you might feel lonely because, you know, there's, really no deeper connection. So these are things to really think about. Tending to your needs is not selfish, weak, or dependent. Um, and it's something that we do learn, and it's so important to learn this well. Um, for many, tending to their own needs isn't even on the radar. So um, this is, these are really important questions for you to ask yourself. What if you gave yourself exactly what you needed? How might your life be different? That's a profound question, isn't it? Because sometimes we just don't know and we don't take the time to explore it. But it actually is about being whole and healed. I think a lot of us have experiences in our lives that maybe we don't understand or we haven't accepted and we don't know how to integrate them into our life just yet. We're still kind of processing some of those things. Um, I think um, when you accept your needs and you continue to embrace them you know, as they emerge without considering them to be weakness, that is when you are becoming more whole and healed. And you might not like what you find at first, but but that's okay. Um, you can accept it. And embrace whatever comes your way. Um, I think these are really authentic ways of helping yourself, and you're so deserving of being whole and healed. Knowing when you are ready to give to others. I know you're just on the edge of your seats. <laughs> okay, what's the line? I don't, <laughs> okay, um, well, you know, think about this. It's very simple, but it's easier said than done. I will admit this for myself too. Um, your needs must be your needs must be fulfilled first. So, think about this. Communicating your needs to others, you know, create creating that that mutually respectful relationship allows others to express, to be free to express the same thing. So when each of you respects the other one's needs, um, you know, that is a healthy, um, authentic, respectful, accountable relationship. And um, and it makes the difference in the attitude or the feeling or the emotion that goes beyond, you know, um, that is behind what you give to others. Start small, it's a journey. If you haven't been doing this already, you know, take it in, in steps that feel right for you. Um, it's a really great way to live. Now, this is a quote (laughs) that I knew you would appreciate. Actually, uh, Don and I were chuckling over this as we were reviewing my presentation. (laughs) You are not alive just to pay bills and lose weight. (laughs) Come on, ladies. I mean, I have felt like this. And it's like, come on. Every woman you have ever known probably has felt like this. So let's look at Creating and attracting and receiving abundance at a deep soul level. Here's a novel thing you're abundant because you are alive. You're breathing, you're walking around, you you know, you can see, you can hear. There are so many things that we can forget about. Um, And then when we think of Hmm, okay, I'm ready for more in my life. More what? So how do we create and attract abundance? Well, begin with gratitude. My guess is all of you are quite good at this. Hmm. It's so important for us to be thankful for what we already have. And just to see the miracles that can come from the simple act of gratitude. It's so lovely. Um, Just begin challenging yourself to create more than you need for yourself that you can be so you can begin blessing others. Dream about it. You can tell I'm a big dreamer. (laughs) (laughs) I love to dream. Daydream. Vivid night dreams. I mean... Who knows, maybe I'm dreaming now. <laughs> and when I sleep, I'm really awake. Have you ever wondered that? <laughs> so everything begins in the heart and the mind. You know, dare to dream. It's, it's a courageous act in itself. And, and believe in the possibilities. Um, I put little steps in here. Know that if other people can do it, so can you. You know, um, really, truly. Dream of the possibilities for yourself, your family, and your friends, and for others. And keep reigniting the flame of your dream so it doesn't go cold. Alter your mindset, right? Sometimes we have, you've heard the expression stinking thinking. (laughs) Okay, it can happen, right? Um, Think about it this way. Rich people live in a world of abundance and rich can mean many things, not just monetary wealth. Rich people live in a world of abundance. Poor people live in a world of limitation, right? Which one are you? Understand that with a little creativity and awareness, you can make your dreams come true. You all work very hard. I'm certain of that. Most women do work hard. We are the queens of multitasking and handling situations, Well, I might add, (laughs) really well. Mm -hmm. Have an open mind that you can be both practical and creative. Spend time with people who have an abundant mindset. You don't have time for the naysayers in life. You really don't. And be a person of possibility, not a fear-based thinker. Construct an empowering reality. I'm kind of a cheerleader of myself and others. Don't give up. You know, reality is subjective. If you can believe you can change your reality, you truly can. Um, Write down the beliefs that you have about yourself. Become aware of your thoughts. Think about, sorry, my voice is kind of scratchy. I've got a really weird cold going on here. So um, think about the things that make you more confident and give you the audacity to move forward and just go for it. Um, Listen to the things and people who, uh, list or write down the things and people who demotivate or demean you and move away from them. Stop making excuses and get busy. Your future is really, really important, so don't make excuses. Your decisions will, you know, really lead to your destiny. Think of the five, the five-second thing. Um, you know, really, we live a day by day. You know, five-second decisions. You can talk yourself out of it, or you can get up and move and do it. Understand that excuses create bad habits and consequences. Create your daily routine for getting important tasks and get it done. Checklist. Checklist. You don't have to put 30 things on your list like me. I've scaled it down to 10 now, and I hear five or six is actually more realistic. Mm -hmm. Become the type of person you want to be. Create your clear view. So... um, Your opportunities and success are not something that you have to go after necessarily, but something you attract by becoming an attractive person. Isn't it interesting Somehow, sometimes how we think the reverse? You can walk through these steps. I think the one thing that I pull from this long list is, you know what? I always think of along the way to reaching my own goals and my own vision of my life, I always want to add value to others. I want them to know that, you know what? You're important too, and my goals, it's not just all about me. It's an interesting, that comes back a thousand times over to us when we think of the other person out there. And it's fun to give to people. Make the most of the infinite possibilities ahead of you. There are so many. Um, When you work on improving yourself, um, you're adding vitality and beauty to your body, soul, and your mind. And, you know, always encourage others to improve themselves too. And everybody who meets you will love your beautiful energy Mm -hmm. because you're welcoming them into that same journey with you. None of us do it alone. To summarize, let yourself grow. Without limitations or restrictions, see the world as full of opportunities just for you. That's being truly abundant. So how do we receive abundance? Sometimes that would seem like it would be easy, right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't always show up as money. I mean, I think it can be many things. And and I'm sure all of you think that too. Of course, I had to put in this one a great shoe sale. (laughs) My my little thing, but hugs from friends, you know, think about after COVID, what we've all been through just to hug my friends. I had company for the first time and, you know, in a year and a half almost and last Sunday and I hugged my friends and it was like, Oh my gosh, we all burst into tears, but it were, they were tears of joy. So um, a good laugh. Oh my gosh. A good laugh. I sat and laughed at the neighbor's dog. Falling down the other day because (laughs) he has narcolepsy. (laughs) I've never heard of that. The dog has narcolepsy and just falls over. It was hilarious. I laughed until my side hurt when I hear children laughing. You know, it seems like everything's right in the world when children are laughing. We women, we've been conditioned to be in giving mode, haven't we? And it's wonderful to give. We also need to give to ourselves. Think about your daily intentions. We've got all of these steps we can do and we can delve into those. Now let's talk about your thoughts and your feelings. Oh, my gosh. What would you like to think and feel? Ask yourself what you feel at this moment. If it's not what you want to feel, what might be? And then ask yourself, what is the distance between the two? Okay, this is the coolest picture in the presentation. I just must say that, I just love this picture. (laughs) Isn't that just wonderful? But think about it, our imagination is more important than knowledge. It's one thing to know things, but our imagination can embrace the entire world and all there ever will be to know and understand. And I think we women are great at this because we we have had to be, right? We are amazing at this. So when you invoke your creative imagination, think about what your ideal mental picture is of your future. And when you think about this, always imagine your intended outcome in the present moment. You're already there. You're already, you know, doing what you want to do. You're already around the people that you want to be around. And then when you think about how you want to bring your creative imagination to life, of course, we've got all kinds of stuff. I think it all starts with changing your self-perception. Sometimes sometimes we get beat down by other people's insecurities or fears. If you want to start a new business, start, start somewhere. You can do it. I'll say, I did it. <laughs> if I can do it, you can do it. If if Don and Mecca and Sean can do it, you can do it. You know, if you want to, you know, whatever you want to do, it's not a fantasy. It's not, you know, something that's not true. Everything we're talking about is true. But I think it is the self-perception. I think being curious, being open to possibility Observing, being playful—you know—give take good care of yourself so you have the strength and stamina to do what you want to do. And then think about your higher purpose. What is your higher purpose? And what is a higher purpose? It's your big why. Why are you out there doing what you want to do? What is it that—that that, you know? Why do you want to do what you want to do? And you know. It, it really will be the reason for each experience you've had up to this point. Every experience, I think good, bad, or ugly is a road sign, you know, in, in a certain way it, it is. Um, and so think about your experiences and how they're your roads, you you know, to, you're, they're the road signs to your big why. Okay. Before you get going, you got to, Kick, kick fear to the curb because <laughs> fear will just crop up and nag at you and be a little saboteur, the little talking head that says, Oh, you're too old or you're too young, or you know, this isn't right. You need more education. You have uh too much education, blah, blah, blah. You know, it'll be a talking head, and you know, you just gotta. Escort it to the door. It's an unwanted house guest, right? (laughs) So the way you find your higher purpose is designed by you. I don't think there's any right way. I think there are a lot of great ideas out there. Um, But you don't have to follow somebody else's blueprint blueprint of their life's example, you know, of what they want to come up with to do. You can create your own, your process is as unique as you are. So embrace that. Don't worry about it being correct or incorrect. You have your own unique way of, of doing what you're going to do in this world. And it's just as valid as anyone else. Gather your inspiration. You know, it may be different with with everybody. I think... I put take time to get quiet here because I think that's how many of us find a way to do it. That time alone helps us become clear. But if it's another way that you can find a way to become clear, do that. There are no limits. Now we're told that there, that there, there actually are, we're kind of programmed to think that there are a lot of limits. And so, you know, we think, okay, This is a cheesy thing, but actually, there are only limitations that we've heard others talk about, the limitations they place on themselves or the limitations they indirectly place on you. So um, it's not necessarily true. You know, give yourself um, your own dream, create it, give yourself your own dream and talk to other women who are doing what you're doing. Again, none of us do it alone. So you wanna inspire your action in your own way. Well, that's it. Congratulations, you're on your way and we will delve deeper in our next chapter in the fall. So I thank you for your time and thank you for listening to my scratchy voice. <laughs> I appreciate all of you and I, I um wish only good things for all of you thank
0: you can we um can we uh unmute so that everyone can say their thank yous and show their sure gratitude?
1: sure sure let's
0: go ahead and everyone can unmute um, thank you dr patricia thanks Dr. thank patricia. you i love your paintings are amazing they are beautiful thank
1: you, thank you.
0: Did anyone else want to say a thank you? You can just go ahead and unmute yourself. I think we can just unmute everyone. It's always nice to share our gratitude
1: or to yes. share our gratitude. You about <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Patricia. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, thank thank you thank nice, for doing this. I think every word you, you thank say. Thank you so this. much. <laughs> <It's really laughs> inspiring. I'm, I'm glad it I'm glad it resonated a little bit. <laughs> We're
0: in it together, ladies. Yes, yes, yes. New world women all the way, right? Yes. Yes. (laughs) So much beauty in there. And I love, there's so so many golden nuggets. Mm. One big golden nugget I'm thinking of right now is um, give yourself your dream. Give yourself your dream. What a beautiful, beautiful idea. Thank you so much. That was lovely. And what did somebody write in the chat? I can't wait till fall for the class. (laughs) I promise we'll have fun. (laughs) So Patricia, if you would tell, tell everyone just a little bit about your, um, your caricature of yourself, your acting, and how, um, when, uh, you know, when you were teaching as a professor at Hamlin, how you were so over the top that, I just
1: love those stories. Well, I always, you know, there are these, actually there's true, true stereotypes on professors. And, you know, and I, I think of them too. And I just, I don't fit that. I, you know, I have all the credentials, these other people, but I just like to have fun. And I think when people are relaxed, they, they learn better. And so I would do these scenarios where I would create like, oh, I'd create crime scenes in my classroom with mannequins for dead bodies. And I'd create characters they had to play and nobody knew their scripts. And so I'd be teaching these masters and doctoral classes and you know, they can be kind of stuffy. Everyone kept signing up for my classes. And, you know, because we would create, we'd have so much fun. And then I had these wacky sound machines, you know, that you can buy that have all these sound effects. So, you know, you'd hear a scream. So we'd be (laughs) telling a story and say, and then Uma Unpleasant was murdered in the break room. And then, ah, you hear a scream. (laughs) We'd have all these wacky things, but we never dummied down the academics, people like to have fun and I used to tell my colleagues look there's research that bears this out we'll try to keep it down but if you don't like it you're just going to have to complain to the dean (laughs) and they did and the dean didn't care the dean said she's keeping doing what she's doing leave her alone I love it I love it
0: Oh, gosh. Well, thank you again. That was beautiful. We're so grateful to have you as one of our first luminaries. It's just really, I was saying to a few people, it's a real feather in our cap to have you um, to have said yes to be both a first founder and a luminary. So thank you so much. It's just really lovely please visit newworldwomen.com to learn more about our exciting collaboration and how it can support you and other women in your life we would love to welcome you into our first founders circle which you can explore on our site if you like collaboration is queen please give us a five-star rating and tell your friends thank you and remember to keep your crown ready So women can collaborate to create a new world for themselves and for our world, a world of love, inclusion, collaboration, and abundance.